Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's going on, y'all? It's Coach Mike here, jumping into another podcast. But before we do, just wanted to say this episode and every episode is brought to you by our shop. You can go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. And right now, we actually have a promo code to help support you guys because I think it's a really crucial time just around the world right now. And to try and relieve some stress, give you guys some resources and financially give some relief. Um, we're going to offer any product that we have, any of the ebooks, any stuff like that. Um, on our shop for free. You can use the promo code coronavirus at checkout and makes it free. As well as for our services, any service that you pick, whatever subscription period that you pick, boom, uh, it's going to be free at checkout. So if you pick a month, whatever program you pick, if it's a, for the month, for the year, whatever it is, use the promo code coronavirus. I got you guys. And then if you want to continue after that, because I'm so confident that it's going to help you and knock it out of the park and make a difference in your life, you're going to want to keep going with it. And if not, that's cool. You could totally cancel and there's no obligations after that. So I just want to try and help, honestly. And I'm really excited about this episode because I'm joined by Dr. LaSala. And Dr. LaSala is going to go into his credentials a little bit here in a minute during his intro. But I'm really excited about this one specifically because um, we've been working with and talking back and forth with um, Peptides of America. And I'm actually going to link below so you guys can check out the links below um for peptide it's really the 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 true name would be peptides practice of america and that's also their website peptidepracticeofamerica.com um it's been something I've been really excited about and working back and forth with the CEO, Serena Brock, who's worked with some amazing people around the world as physicians and all that fun stuff. Um, so I was really excited to meet Dr. LaSala and talk about today's um, topic and all the fun things. Really cool thing and exciting is that Dr. LaSala is also bilingual, so he speaks both English and Spanish. And because I know that we have a lot of listeners that do speak Spanish, I wanted to offer that as an option. So what we're going to do is the first half of the podcast is going to be the English version because we still do have a predominantly English-speaking audience. And then the second half is going to be in Spanish so that you guys can actually look below. And I'll put a timestamp exactly where um, the Spanish explanation and answers is so you can pick up right there if you want. And without further ado, let's jump on into it. I'm really excited. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, y'all. All right. So we're jumping into today's podcast. And first, I wanted to do a little introduction. We're joined by a really special guest, Dr. German LaSala. I really appreciate you taking the time, especially with everything going on, um, just the priority of, of healthcare in America and in the world right now. I just I really appreciate you taking the time. So I figured just give you the, the stage for a second to kind of introduce yourself to the audience that we can dive into today's topic. Oh, hi. I'm, I'm Herman LaSala. I'm a specialist in internal medicine. I'm certified by the American Board of Internal Medicine, and I'm happy to be here to discuss 
the uh, the theme of today, which is the coronavirus. You know, we were kind of touching on a few points even before our call, kind of going over a lot of the different variables we have going on, even what we're talking about. We're not going to really dive super deep into any one particular point. We just wanted to kind of cover a few things that um, with the recent information that we have. And again, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. And the first thing that I kind of have for our bullet points, and we don't have to necessarily go in this specific order, was looking at some of the best practices for coronavirus with regards to our immune system. That's kind of a very general topic. So I figured I'll kind of hand it over to you and, and take it um, in the direction that you feel is best. Hello, thank you for joining us in this podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Herman Lasala. Uh, I'm a specialist in internal medicine, and I'm certified by the American Board of Internal Medicine. I've been in practice for 30 years, and I want to thank everyone for being here in such a delicate subject, such as the coronavirus. Um, one of the things that when there, there are many things that we can do about the coronaviruses. Um, we're going to go over the best practices for corona or uh, virus or COVID-19 with regards to the immune system. But I'd like to go over a little bit more about how does the coronavirus really affect our bodies and what happens in our bodies during this time. Um, uh, one of the things that really uh, worries me about this particular virus is how the symptoms can vary. Uh, symptoms can vary from a very superficial, benign type of upper respiratory tract infection or to a fulminant infection that can lead to death. Fortunately, that the majority of the people that are infected uh, will recover without any uh, sequela. Uh, you know, this infection has caused a major scare and panic uh, in a global level. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and review some of the things that we know about the coronavirus. First of all, the COVID-19, which is the coronavirus, affects our respiratory airways. It, you will develop a fever usually above 100.4 or 38 degrees Celsius. And in the majority of the cases, the symptoms are relatively uh, light and it, they will resolve without consequence, as we mentioned earlier. Now, if the infection is persistent and starts accelerating to a critical level, uh, causing pneumonia, uh, and it can cause a massive inflammatory reaction, this inflammation does not permit the exchange of oxygen in the lung, and this is how it creates the damage to the lung. Uh, this can progress to something we call a respiratory distress syndrome that, that will carry a very high mortality rate. And this is why you hear a lot of patients need to be intubated and need to be on respirators. The virus actually adheres to the, you know, to the surface of the cell in the respiratory system, uh, the spleen, as well as the lymphatic system. These are the systems that we um, deal with the immunity. This will create a massive, severe inflammatory reaction uh, that will start uh, recalling immune cells, and it creates what we call a, an inflammatory storm. This is how the virus creates the damage in the body. Now, who is at risk to have a severe infection? Even though it's hard to predict, we do know that patients older than 60 years old with chronic conditions, such as diabetes, uh, heart disease, 
immunosuppressed patients uh, and autoimmune diseases are really at the highest risk. This does not mean that patients under the age of 60 will not become ill because they can, uh, because these chronic illnesses also exist in patients be, uh, under the age of 60. Um, let's review how we can prevent this infection. First of all, I cannot stress this enough, wash your hands and frequently, greater than 20 seconds with soap and water. If you don't have soap and water available, use sanitary gel. Um, make sure it has greater than 60% alcohol. Now, people are talking about social distances. Um, usually, they recommend distances between six feet or two meters. The reason why this is important because it has been shown in studies that the coughing or sneezing uh, creates the saliva to project out anywhere between five and six feet. This is why they've categorized this as such an important thing because what happens after six feet, it just settles down to the ground. Please cover your mouth uh, with your arm, not with your hand, and uh, use uh, tissue paper uh, when you cough or you sneeze and throw away that tissue paper at that time. Do not reuse it. At the same time, sometimes we have to go to quarantine. This will help keep the virus from spreading. What do we do if we believe we may have the coronavirus? The first thing that we do is that you need to contact your medical provider. They will actually go over all the symptoms and will determine whether or not you need to be evaluated in order for you to have the test of the coronavirus. Please stay at home. Do not show up at the emergency room and do not show up at your doctor's office because this will increase the risk of spreading it. At the same time, if we do happen to have the coronavirus, there are several things that we can do. Number one is stay home in quarantine. Uh, you rest, you hydrate. Um, we, you know, we need to make sure that you're oxygenating it. Uh, so if you're not oxygenating, you need to call your medical provider or you need to call 911 and be taken into the emergency room. Um, let's go over some of the things that we can do to, number one, decrease the, the severe inflammation and hopefully uh, diminish the probability of getting as sick as some patients can get. Um, there are some, some products such as elderberry that has a very interesting property. Uh, the elderberry has actually shown to inhibit the attachment of the virus to the cell membrane of the respiratory cells. Um, unfortunately, there are not controlled trials in this. This is a lot of this is anecdotal, but the um, elderberry has shown to have properties to do this in the lab. Other things that may decrease the risk of inflammation, one is taurine, resveratrol, um, garlic, vitamin C, coenzyme Q10, and interestingly enough, melatonin. Uh, melatonin is well known to diminish, well, something we call inflammasomes, which are inflammatory proteins in the brain. 
So that's, um, you know, that's uh, actually something very fascinating to know. There are some pharmaceutical products that are being exposed. Uh, one is chloroquine, and please, chloroquine has to be handled very, very carefully. Number one, because it's extremely toxic. Uh, we've had uh, a couple of deaths in Arizona because of the toxicity of chloroquine, trying to prevent this from happening. The other one is hydroxychloroquine, uh, which comes in 200 milligram. Uh, capsules. And just out yesterday, it was found that 600, uh, 600 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine uh, daily for 14 days, along with azithromycin for five days, has shown to have some promise in the treatment of the coronavirus. Uh, there are some antivirals. Remdesivir is available, but it's only reserved for patients uh, usually that are extremely ill in the ICU. Another thing that we can do at home is uh, we need to consider to do some exercise. Uh, interestingly enough, exercise maintains your immune system healthier than it would be otherwise. And it also helps you to reduce the stress of the moment. It is not recommendable that you go to a gym and hopefully they're closed uh, at this point in time just because there's too much person-to-person -person contact and increases the risk of the spread. Uh, a little bit out of the box, actually, um, I'd like to talk about a subject that has not been approved by the FDA, however, may have some value in the treatment of uh, your immune system and hopefully enhancing your immune system. What Those include what we call peptides. Peptides are chains of amino acids, usually 50 or less, that modulate and stimulate processes in the body in order for your body to function more efficiently and optimally. Not all peptides, and I'm, I'm reemphasizing this, not all peptides are approved by the FDA. The most important thing, uh, but it is important that there are peptides that can support your immune system. Amongst those peptides, I'm just gonna mention a few, include alpha-1 thymosine, beta-4 thymosine, C-Lank, LL37, pentasan polysulfate, and BPC-157. The most incredible thing about peptides is that they have a very low side effect profile. Now, it's important that if there is any interest in anyone to use any peptides, please make sure that you um, find someone that is certified in peptide use and is well versed on how to use peptides. Personally, and in, in, in our family, my wife and I right now are using the alpha-1 thymosine and we're using elderberry. Uh, also, we're incorporating some BPC-157 and then we have the LL-37 in reserve. Uh, this actually um, concludes everything I have to say about this and I hope this was helpful and um, uh, good luck to everyone. And please use common sense and continue to listen for changes in the coronavirus in your area and protocols to get tested. Thank you. For those who are interested in learning more about peptides, Peptide Practices of America 
is a network of physicians that provide in-person and telehealth visits for peptide and hormone replacement therapies. Our programs offer integrative medical options to treat weight loss, IBS, leaky gut, H management, hormone, libido improvement, and preventive wellness for improved sleep, nutrition, diet, inflammation reduction, injury repair, and overall lifestyle modifications. To learn more about peptides and how you can schedule a free consultation, please visit peptidepracticesofamerica.com or call 980-217-0090. Thank you. Uh, primero de todo, gracias por la invitación para hablar de la pandemia del coronavirus. Uh, yo soy Germán Lazala, soy especialista en medicina interna y estoy certificado por la Junta de Medicina Interna Americana. Eh, lo que me preocupa del coronavirus, el COVID-19, es cuánto varían los síntomas. Los síntomas pueden variar de una infección sin síntomas a una fulminante y mortal. Pero afortunadamente, la mayoría de las personas infectadas pueden recuperarse sin secuela. Esta infección pandémica ha causado mucho miedo y pánico a nivel mundial. Vamos a repasar lo que sabemos del coronavirus. El COVID-19, o sea, coronavirus, afecta las vías respiratorias causando fiebre, usualmente mayor de 100.4 Fahrenheit o 38 Celsius. En la mayoría de los casos, síntomas son relativamente leves y se resuelven sin ninguna consecuencia. Ahora, si la infección persiste y acelera a un nivel crítico causando pulmonía y una reacción inflamatoria masiva, esta inflamación no permite el intercambio de oxígeno y causa daño en el pulmón. Esto puede progresar a un síndrome de distrés respiratorio que conlleva una mortalidad muy alta. El virus se adhiere a, las, a los receptores en la superficie de las células del pulmón vaso y sistema linfático, que es el sistema inmune que tenemos. Esto causa una reacción inflamatoria severa, desplazando células inmunes y causa una tormenta inflamatoria. Así es como el virus causa el daño. ¿Qué personas están a riesgo de tener una infección severa? Bueno, lo que sabemos hasta hoy es que las personas mayores de 60 años con enfermedades crónicas como diabetes, enfermedad cardíaca, personas inmunosoprimidas, por ejemplo, enfermedades autoinmunes, por, por ejemplo, artritis reumatoidea, lupus, etc. Vamos a repasar cómo podemos prevenir la infección. Primero de todo, lo más importante es el lavado de manos y frecuentemente. Mayor, mayor de 20 segundos con agua y jabón y de no tener agua y jabón disponible, usa el gel sanitario que tenga más del 60% alcohol. También tenemos que mantener una distancia de 6 pies o 2 metros, que es lo que llamamos la distancia social. Se ha demostrado que las gotitas de saliva que se proyectan cuando uno tose o cuando uno estornuda recorre una distancia de 6 pies o 2 metros. Por favor, taparse la boca con el brazo o usar el papel sanitario 
uh, como el Kleenex, al toser o al estornudar y inmediatamente descartar el, el papel sanitario. Hay veces que tenemos que ponernos en cuarentena para evitar la transmisión del virus. ¿Qué podemos hacer si nos enfermamos? Ahora, contacte a su médico de cabecera para que podamos repasar los síntomas y determinar si tiene que ser evaluado para someterse a una prueba del coronavirus. Favor de quedarse en casa y no presentarse en la sala de emergencias o a la oficina de su médico primario para evitar la propagación de la infección. ¿Qué hacemos si estamos infectados con el virus? Bueno, tenemos que descansar, tenemos que hidratarnos, asegurarnos que estemos oxigenando, o sea, si, eh, que no tengamos falta de aire o que, que las extremidades... Y vamos a tratar los imbalances sanguíneos, ya sea de las funciones de hígado y de corazón. Eh, de tener el nivel de, de oxígeno en el cuerpo bajo, eso va a requerir ayuda médica inmediata. Hay productos nutricionales que pueden ayudar y sostener el sistema inmune para combatir la infección. Mucho más importante disminuir la inflamación que tenemos en el cuerpo. Se ha hablado mucho del, del sauco o sauco, que es elderberry, que posee una propiedad muy interesante, ya que se ha demostrado en que inhibe el virus en adherirse a la superficie de la membrana de la célula del pulmón. Otros productos pueden ser taurina, resveratrol, ajo envejecido, vitamina C con enzima Q12, melatonina. Y lo interesante de la melatonina es que disminuye un inflamosoma en el cerebro que cuando ocurre este, este fenómeno, donde protege el cerebro de, de declinar. Hay productos farmacéuticos que se están utilizando y más recientemente se ha demostrado una combinación que ha sido efectiva. Una es cloroquina. La cloroquina no se lo recomiendo ya que posee muchos efectos secundarios. La otra es hidroxocloroquina. Y se ha demostrado que 600 miligramos diarios por un periodo de 14 días con acitromicina por 5 días se ha demostrado ser bastante efectivo. La otra cosa que se usa en pacientes muy enfermos en, en, la, en la sala de intensivo es Remdesivir, que está reservado solamente a los pacientes que están enfermos en el sistema de las unidades de intensivo. El ejercicio ayuda a mantener el sistema inmune saludable y reducir el estrés del momento. No es recomendable que vaya a un gimnasio, ya que en contacto con otras personas puede aumentar el riesgo. La otra cosa que se está hablando mucho hoy en día también son de péptidos. Los péptidos son proteínas compuestas de cadenas de 50 o menos aminoácidos. Estas cadenas de proteínas modulan y estimulan procesos en el cuerpo para que funcione más eficiente y óptimamente. Quiero aclarar que muchos de estos productos no han sido aprobados por el FDA y que se usan sin la aprobación del, del FDA. Lo más importante es que pueden apoyar el sistema inmune. Entre ellos incluimos la timosina alfa-1, timosina beta-4, selanc, 
LL37, polisulfato de pentosan y BPC-157. Lo, lo increíble de los péptidos es que tienen un perfil de efectos secundarios muy bajos. Ahora, es importante que si hay interés en usar péptidos, que sea con alguien que sea certificado en el uso de péptidos. Personalmente, nosotros estamos usando en mi familia eh, un, eh, la timosina alfa-1, el SAUCO, el BPC-157, y tenemos en, en reserva el LL37 en caso que nos infectemos. So, I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.